You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. As always, I am joined by Pogues, uh, uh, my co-host. No, I'm no one's co-host. Uh, okay, this is confusing. Are you a provost? Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay that, that makes more sense then. Well, it's it's fantastic to be here for another mini-sode, uh, going strong, past 100, burning through the DC, the Marvel, the indie uh, uh, franchises. Thankfully, this virus has slowed Hollywood down because maybe we have a chance to catch up. Wait, that's not a good take. Hold on. That's a- I don't, uh, let, me, let me back up here. Hopefully, the virus uh, kills more people and they don't make more movies. Nope, nope, hold on. Uh, that, that was actually worse. That was far worse. Um, uh, uh, well, uh, this podcast still exists. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that one. And by still exists, I mean we are here to tell you about another episode. And also to remind you that we just did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze. And frankly, I love that episode. So I would highly encourage I, you to go I recommend to the episode to the movie, I say, Secret of the Booze. Okay, the... Mm-hmm. Nice. Should have saved that one for the fucking episode. I should have. I wasted it on a mini episode no one will hear and very thrown away. Uh, So this coming week, there was, I I guess this last week, I think it was just Monday. If you read the news, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, time capsule this one, you know, sort of put a date on it. But uh, director Joel Schumacher passed away. Uh, It's a big shame. I loved Joel Schumacher's uh weird movies um one of which we're obviously going to be doing here shortly but also like falling down lost boys mm-hmm. st Elmo's fires those are good fucking movies uh and just Sur- weird movies yes yeah, surprising know? that he did falling down and then you look at some of his other stuff so he's probably i mean at least in our audience's estimation most famous for making two not good batman movies yeah, that would be correct. Although I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you on this. I of the Batman movies that we've watched from this era, I liked Batman Forever the most, but strong, mostly because strong it, disagree. I think you were forgetting how bad that one was. Maybe, but I, I particularly, I found the first one. I was surprised at how much I found the original Batman from 1989 to be a drag because it's a lot of um vicky vale running around looking into the batman story and not a lot of batman doing anything interesting uh, other than like an opening that. fight sequence the big thing everyone remembers is joker and obviously that was also pretty great but i just i mean you can't get past dane devito being the as gross as he could physically be well we get an, an unfolding like uh, 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 Skinamax movie uh, about about Catwoman. I, I don't know. It, it's 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 definitely something to remember. But neither of them holds a candle to Batman and Robin, uh, the follow up, which uh, frankly destroyed the Batman franchise once and for all. I will uh, say at least this for, for I, this decade. I think Batman Forever destroyed the Batman franchise because I think by far it is the well. Batman Returns is pretty hard to watch, but it has Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm going to say Batman Forever is the worst. It's a terrible movie. It's not enjoyable. It's Val Kilmer oh. sucks as Batman. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm confusing I'm confusing Batman Forever and Returns. I think everyone else probably listening also realized that. 
Yes, yes, no, no, you're right. Batman Returns is the Catwoman one, right? Yes, yes, which I think yes. is not great. Sorry, although my bad. It's worth my it, favorite. It's worth it maybe just for Michelle Pfeiffer and for that guy they cast to play uh, Christopher Walken's son, who is doing a Christopher Walken impersonation. Yes, no, that while, one was one of my... While his, that one, the actual Christopher Walken is right next to him. Batman Returns was a highlight of our of our uh, '90s Batman uh, watching for sure. Batman Forever, I forgot, is Jim Carrey, Nicole Kidman, yeah, no, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, just uh, Alicia Silverstone, and then Tommy Lee Jones is is Two Face. That yeah. movie is fucking terrible. That but movie is pretty fucking rough. I'm it, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dial it back here. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I remember in the episode we both talked about how much we hated it. <laughs> Yes, you're uh, right. I'm sorry. I mean, I, and I then, but the only good thing it did was it was it was campy and it wasn't good and it was like really neon, but it did well financially somehow, and so the studio went to Schumacher and told him they wanted him to go more campy, to go more towards the old like '60s Batman, and he said, "You sure?" And they said, "Yes." And so he said. Okay, and we got Batman and Robin, which is as close to a modern version of the Batman 66 TV show you will ever see. Yeah, that, that's the thing is I think I mean, I've read there's a there's a there's a great Vice interview where Joel Schumacher uh, admits admits and apologizes for Batman and Robin. And a lot of what you're talking about is in there where he refers to the fact that there was studio pressure to do things a certain way, which is basically the way he went. Uh, because it is definitely... Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying, show. like, this is entirely the studio's fault, but they told him they wanted him to go more in the direction he had gone, which was not a good direction. And so he took that studio note, and he ran that ball into the end zone. A snippet that I read, Pogues, uh, from the interview before we started was also interesting, was regarding the bat the bat nipples, which he said was a uh, came from a discussion between him and his... Uh, and his, his costume designer deciding they wanted to go with more of like a classic Greek statue look, which that actually provides some context, but does not forgive it. <laughs> no, but that's the, that's the kind of thing that I'm thrilled to revisit going forward with this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, this movie, I feel like is maybe in a way the best of those era of Batman movies because it is, the worst in like a joyful way you have uh, arnold schwarzenegger playing mr freeze which is like insane on every conceivable level and this is after like i I think this has to be after batman the animated series right uh that's a good question actually when did when did batman and robin come out uh 97 and i'm pretty sure the animated series first appeared in like 94 i want to say 92 92 okay so this was after the batman cartoon had come out and basically completely changed mr freeze like in the comics he's the shitty supervillain that he is in this movie yes but the animated series had created this storyline where he was trying to save his wife he was a victim of circumstance and all of his crime is basically to get back at the person he feels like wronged him and killed his wife. Then later he finds out his wife is still alive and frozen in this tube. And so all of his crimes are about getting back to her so he can save her. 
And that's sort of, he becomes like a tragic villain where you see a person who just is trying so hard to be back with the woman he loves. Right, which is the kind of villain I prefer. Oh, yes. Those episodes are, I mean, Heart of Ice is probably one of the best of the animated series, which is saying something because it's an amazing show. So what you're saying is that when, when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger says, Ice to see you, he's just struggling and coping with the pain through comedy. Is that what you're saying? No. they. That's what I mean is it's like after the brilliant take and they were like, how many ice puns do you think we could have him make? Like, you think we could get to a baker's dozen by the time the movie's over? Uh, the answer is no, because they blew them all in the first four minutes. Oh, it, there's so many ice puns. And then it's also... I know maybe this is not like a good view to have, but... I don't picture scientists being like ex-bodybuilders. <laughs> I feel like if you're smart enough to become a scientist, you've had to dedicate so much of your free time to becoming smart enough to be a scientist, you probably don't have time to spend eight hours in a gym a day, you know? So it's it's it's, it's hard to buy he was ever a doctor. Yeah, it's hard to get past that. And then Uma Thurman is doing, I don't know what, I, I don't know if you remember in this movie, she's got like a... 1920s like early talkies female gangster kind of voice going on it's it's absurd when you watch it you'll see it. it's really bizarre and then we have the original bane which is just a guy in some mm-hmm. of the worst body paint you will ever see in your life you've I mean, seen you've seen 10 year olds who have done their own halloween costumes look better than bane's body paint don't be so cruel pokes Unfortunately, no lines and does not sound at all like our best buddy. Uh, another film that I'm that I'm that I'm excited to revisit. Oh God, we still haven't done that. Change my opinion on no pokes. There's a lot we haven't done. Uh, well, I'm I'm upset by this. Uh, as we all live in a terrible time, I am excited to go back and revisit some over uh, o- overspending uh, of Batman franchise. That uh, with a budget out the uh, through the roof, that's not going to land. I believe this has the Batman credit card, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're right. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Interesting choice. I am going into this one with a good attitude because, boy, um, I will take Joel Schumacher being weird over whatever happened in uh, Jonah Hex. So, Ugh. you know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately I do. <laughs> mm, wish you hadn't brought it up, actually. Like, if you had to watch a book report and one of them uh, in school and one of them was, like, a kid uh, who just never does his homework and he's just going to kind of, like, mumble through something, or you're going to, like, watch, like, the, the, the kind of the odd kid talk about vampires for, like, half an hour, like, I would go with that one. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Even if, even if both have some level of of a cringe to it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love on the vampire kid far more than the guy who's phoning it in. You're, you're good. Yeah, you want to go like, it's, it's like a Nicolas Cage movie. You want full crazy. If you gotta, if you gotta watch crazy, you want it to be at a, an eleven, not exactly like a half-assed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to watch like the second Sharknado movie. You want to watch The Room. You want to watch somebody who's unsure of the English language and is somehow the star of a film. Yeah, I agree. Whatever happened to that Arnold Schwarzenegger? What's he doing these days? 
Uh, I don't know what he did after this movie, so... Yeah, I don't think much. I think he might have governed (laughs) something. I don't know. Governed, I guess, is the word. Doesn't sound right. Uh, Well, uh, definitely come back next week. This is a a pillar film in the Not Another Origin Story uh, series, and I am thrilled to find it. Yeah, I think you guys are going to come to find that I might have enjoyed this movie too much <laughs> or maybe i don't know i haven't seen this movie in probably about five years so there's a chance i'll come back and be like oh my god what, what was wrong with me <laughs> so yeah come back uh next week for batman and robin ice pun you can edit one in right